Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. Now, David Harley was the Deputy Secretary General of the European Parliament. And he was also spokesperson for the European Parliament President, Pat Cox, and the author of Matters of Record. Good morning, David. Good morning, Joe. Uh, David, we'll come to your experiences elsewhere within the EU, but I'd like to start with that anecdote in your book about how an Irishman nearly got the top job in the EU, but didn't due to the actions of a fellow Irishman. Well, Joe, I think you're referring to uh, the Corfu Summit uh, in 1994, when they had to appoint a new president of the European Commission following uh, the end of the 10-year reign of uh, Jacques Delors. And there was deadlock among the 12 prime ministers, and they had to break up uh, to see if they could uh, find another candidate, the British having vetoed the, the Prime Minister of Belgium, Jean-Luc Dahan, who was supported by everybody else. And so we repaired to the swimming pool of the Corfu Hilton Hotel, and I found myself uh, on my sun lounger uh, next to the Irish delegation led by Dick Spring. Uh, Albert Reynolds, the Taoiseach, was at the other end of the pool. They didn't seem to be talking to each other very much. Then mm-hmm. all of a sudden... Uh, a very well-dressed young gentleman arrived and spoke to Dick Spring and said, we've got good news that uh, Helmut Kohl and Francois Mitterrand have decided to appoint Peter Sutherland as the next president of the commission. I think this was a bit of a surprise to, to Mr. Spring, but uh, he managed to say, well, that's great news for Ireland. Thank you very much. And the young man said, could you just phone Geneva, where Peter Sutherland was working at the time, and check that uh, he will accept the post? And Dick Spring said, yes, of course, I'll do that. Uh, then the uh, the flunky went off, and Dick Spring ordered another round of drinks for his delegation. Uh, then the guy came back again, and uh, Dick Spring said, yes, well, it's fantastic. Uh, Peter Sutherland's very happy to do the job. It's a great honor for Ireland. Um, and it looked as though the deal was sealed. But then when they went back into the European Council, uh, Albert Reynolds got up and said, well, I'm afraid we can't actually support Peter Sutherland. He's, he's not available anyway. And I'm not quite sure if Peter Sutherland ever knew that, in fact, he was within inch, inches of becoming president of the European Commission, a job I'm sure that he would have done extremely well. And of course, he was Ireland's youngest commissioner and he was a former attorney general and very well respected. He also ran the uh, World Trade Organization. Uh, so he certainly had the credentials for it. I, I suppose what this story or this anecdote shows uh, is that countries do disagree within themselves and not everybody's on the same page. I need to stress, David, that we contacted the Irish Labour Party and invited Dick Spring on to comment on the story, but they declined. Uh, One Irishman who did achieve great office was the former uh, PD politician, Pat Cox, who was the president of the European Parliament uh, for two years. You were his chief spokesperson and it was just before the massive expansion of the EU to embrace Eastern European nations. That's right. Pat Cox was particularly committed to the enlargement of the European Union. He spent an awful lot of time traveling around Central and Eastern Europe, and he was very well respected there. And it was it was a great moment for, for the European Union and indeed for the continent of Europe that after 60 years of bitter division and communist rule in most of Central and Eastern Europe, uh, the the shroud, the veil of communism was lifted uh, and we were able to welcome back these countries into a democratic family of nations. So it was it was a great moment and Pat Cox definitely made a singular contribution. Uh, and and f- when, he was, when he was the boss, there were only 15 member states, there are now 27. Surely reform is required to make it, un- make it manageable. Well, that's something uh, that has been doing the rounds uh, in, in the corridors of Brussels pretty much ever since the... Uh, 
the first expansion of the European Union to, to take in uh, Ireland, Britain and, and Denmark in ni- 1973. Uh, certainly, uh, it's, it's not easy to reach uh, unanimous agreement. Perhaps they should have more what they call qualified majority voting. QMV, yeah. Yeah, it's... it's, it's, and, it's, it's that will, get, that will get the decisions out. And yeah. it's something that the Germans have been pressing for as well to make things, especially when it comes to uh, geopolitical problems like we're having now with Ukraine and not every country being on board, i.e. Hungary. Uh, thank you so much, uh, David Harley. And the book is called Matters of Record Inside European Politics, Diaries 1992 to 2010. Thanks for sharing that fascinating insight for us. Uh, that's it for now. You can always email us with your thoughts at business at newstalk.com. Up. Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk.